In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat Sleep Fantasy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host today, Dale DeMott, and with me for today, at least, is Armando Crespo. What's going on, man? What's up, guys? I am here. I'm the hostess with the mostess. That's, that's what they say. Yeah, that's what some people say. Um, anyways, uh, today we are talking wide receivers 16 through 30. At the same time, we are live on Periscope. Uh, unfortunately, we're not used to the whole Periscope and being having cameras in our face. So we got to get used to it if we're going to be stars. Yeah, I'm going to be really distracted halfway through this episode. I apologize in advance. Um, in addition to that, we're going to talk some news Armando is probably going to make some comments that I'm going to have to edit out of here, but unfortunately on Periscope, it's not going to get edited out. And uh, yeah, if, uh, if you guys aren't familiar with Periscope, just get Twitter, get on Twitter and uh, and download Periscope as well, and you can get alerts when we are live on Periscope. We don't come on too often, so it's just something fun that we're just trying out something different. We get off all the time. <laughs> Uh, don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at EatSleepFF. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, we're pretty much everywhere um, on Reddit, SleeperBot, uh, anywhere else. Uh, you can find me at Thunder Crespo on all formats. Yeah, at Thunder Crespo is Armando. At Dale underscore Fantasy is myself. Um, I guess we can get jump right into the news really quick. And again, if you are on Periscope, uh, if you have questions, if we see them, we'll try to answer them. If not, uh, no hard feelings. All right. So the first news of the day is Robert Turbin continues to impress. I'm kind of excited about this. Um, I was on the Marlon Mack train for a little bit, but uh, if Robert Turbin uh, turns out to be the guy over Mack as a backup, I'm going to pick him up late round. Yeah, I'm still trusting Mack as that second guy. Frank Gore, I mean, he's old, reliable. You know, he he's going to stick around. He's not going to light the world on fire with what he has to offer, but he's going to be reliable. Marlon Mack, I think, is the guy, the handcuff to own. Yeah. Still, I mean, keep an eye out on the Robin Turbin, Robert Turbin news, because uh, you never know. He's never really been given a chance. So if he's given the shot, I'll I'll draft him late. You know, see what happens. All right. What else we got? Uh, Jay Cutler will not play for the Dolphins this preseason game. Okay. One. <laughs> I was uh, say, he just signed ten million dollars. <laughs> um, I don't really. It doesn't. Uh, no. no, that's the only thing. This first preseason game doesn't mean too much. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. Uh, Duke Johnson earns high praise from coaching staff. Um, I know Brito Burrito has been talking a lot about him. Um, what are your thoughts? If he, they just continue talking about him, so it's I don't know. It's like, I, I think the love, I, I almost feel like they're doing this on purpose. <laughs> you know, like they just keep talking about him and keep praising him. It's like, you know, if you have an ugly girlfriend and you have, you know, the urge just to tell everybody how hot she is, it's like, okay, now you're kind of going overboard a little bit. Now we know that she's, you know, ugly. <laughs> okay, <deal. laughs> All right. Um, so Joe Mixon, like we've been talking about, is listed third on the depth chart. Uh, so if you're drafting today, drop him down, drop him down. He should be drafted as a of course, bench player. Of course he's third on the depth chart. You have Jeremy Hill, which had over 220 attempts last year with a, you know, a handful of touchdowns. Great value there for the goal back. Then you have uh, Giovanni Bernard, who is proven pass catcher and third down back. Joe Mixon, of course, is going to be third on, third on the depth chart. He could inch up, but he's going to have to be—he's going to have to be, um, no pun intended, somebody on the uh, 
<laughs> He's not going to be a knockout <laughs> draft pick. Um, all right, so I completely agree with you. I'm I'm not going to draft Joe Mixon as my number two running back, as my number three running back. Uh, he's going to sit solidly on my bench. I don't trust him. Same goes with Jeremy Hill. You're not, gonna, mess. you're not going to get him as your third running back because his uh, what's his ADP right now? His ADP is through the roof. Uh, last I checked, it was 15. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, just based off his ADP, I just don't feel that I will ever get get him drafted because he's not going to be my number two. Jesus back. Christ, he's 17 still. Yeah, yeah. So that's a he's going ahead of Spencer Ware, Ty Montgomery, C.J. Anderson, just behind Carlos Hyde. I mean, I guess I would rather have Joe Mixon over Carlos Hyde. I'm all out on that guy. Uh, but yeah, it's still a little uh, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what else we have? Uh, moving on. Um, Jordan Matthews is not expected to see a lesser role. That's news for me because I'm all in on Jordan Matthews. I'm yeah, drafting him all you, You've been high on Jordan Matthews from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, even with Alshon Jeffrey, I think it's only going to help Jordan Matthews' value. Um, he needs a number one wide receiver to really give him a shot in the slot. Yeah. And that's where he really excels, especially when he had Deshaun Jackson over there. So yeah. with the Alshon Jeffrey over there, I feel like it's really going to help Jordan Matthews. And his ADP is really, really fucking low right now. So if you can get him, get him super yeah. late as like a number four wide receiver. Yeah, I think he could perform like a wide receiver too, really. I mean, people saw Alshon Jeffrey come in and said, uh-oh, you know, he's not going to be the number one. But I think this is the best thing that could happen to Jordan Matthews. He's a great big slot player that can uh, that can really run the middle of the field and, and do some good, especially with a good outside player like Alshon Jeffrey is. I mean, his current ADP is the 53rd wide receiver off the board, 150 overall. I mean, that's crazy yeah. considering how good he is. I mean, he's going... Just ahead of Kevin White and right behind Sterling Shepard. I mean, there's way more upside in Jordan Matthews than there is in those guys. I think that's just fucking crazy. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. What are the news? <sighs> that's the last. Amari Cooper misses practice. He'll be fine. <laughs> Allen Robinson, by far the best wide receiver in camp. I don't. I'm, oh really? <laughs> Allen Robinson's the best wide receiver on the Jaguars. That's news. We talked. We talked a little bit. About, did we talk about Allen Robinson yesterday at all? A little bit. A little bit. Um, yeah. If we're talking about Jags wide receivers, I'm all in on Marquise Lee. He really showed up last year. You know, later in the season, he took over the Allen Hearns role. Allen, Allen Hearns is actually injured right now in the preseason. So, if we're looking at really good, a really good wide receiver draft late in drafts is Marquise Lee. I'm all out on Allen Robinson. His ADP is just not for me right now. And Allen Robinson still, I mean, we talked about this already, and, and I won't go too much into it, but he had over, or he had exactly 150 targets last year. With those numbers, there's no issue that he's going to regress at all because he had, how many targets did he have last year? I'm pulling it up now. He had 151 targets la- uh, two years ago and 150 targets last year. He's going to get about the same amount of opportunity. It's just, is he going to score? That's you know, we keep harping on that. He just didn't score, but Marquise Lee in the slot is gonna be amazing. Without Julius Thomas there, I think Marquise Lee is the wide receiver to own. They're gonna change their formula completely with the new head coach. Okay. They're gonna be much safer. Hopefully Blake Broll's gonna throw twenty interceptions again this year. It's gonna be a way safer approach over there. Okay. What else? That's it. Anything else you wanna talk about as far as news goes? Uh Sammy Watkins, they're saying he's going to play. So it's last year it was such uh, so up in the air with Sammy Watkins. Um, you know, is he going to be healthy enough? And now he's actually going to play in the first preseason game at least a quarter. So that's good news for Sammy Watkins owners and Tyrod Taylor owners. I'm not too concerned about Anquan Bolden signing. We talked a little bit it's about just that gonna yesterday. Help him. He, I think they, they need a wide receiver over there. I'm not I'm not touching Anquan Bolden late, late rounds maybe, but he's just going to be, you know, 
just yeah. an extra guy on the field. I currently have Sammy Watkins ranked way too low. I have him ranked 17, and if with Anquan Bolden there, I think it's going to help him. I might bump him up to my top 15. Um, Se- 17 if he misses a couple games. Uh, I have him at 12. I'm assuming 12 if he plays like a normal wide receiver. Maybe if even if he misses a game, if he gets 15 games, I think he could still be a top 12 wide receiver. Um, Tyrod Taylor trusts him a lot. Every time he's played, they've had great connections. Sammy Watkins is really good. It's yeah. just, is he going to stay healthy? I mean, he lost her. Anthony Lynn, he went over to the uh, Charger. I think they're going to change their approach a little bit and be more um, throw-heavy. I think it's going to help Tyrod Taylor. It's going to help Sammy Watkins. It's going to hurt LeSean McCoy, in yeah. my opinion. I think he's going way too high in drafts. Yeah. Um, all right. You want to transition on to uh, our top 16? Yeah. Uh, before we start on the wide receivers, top 15, I, or top 15. Six, 16 through 30, I want to talk really quick about Draft Party USA. Uh, they've been our partners for uh, a few weeks now. Really cool guys over there. Um, if you could, uh, they actually, if you're going to be anywhere around the New Orleans area or want to be anywhere around the New Orleans area for a draft, for a draft party, they're actually giving away a draft party. All-inclusive. Yeah, this is exact, This is housekeeping. Sorry. Um, All-inclusive. You know, they'll, they'll pay, you know, the full party experience in New Orleans, just blocks from the French Quarter. Uh, you can always go to draftpartyusa.com. Uh, let me pull up the phone number here for you. Um, sorry, I apologize. I don't have that phone number. But the phone number to give them a call because they're always available on the phones is area code 702-781-1148. And again, and you can go to draft. accept text as well. Yeah. Uh, well, not through that number. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can text them on that number too. And uh, don't forget draftpartyusa.com. Cool guys, and uh, definitely worth taking a look at, especially for New Orleans. They're doing that free giveaway. New Orleans. So, I mean, that's gonna. I mean, the free giveaway alone is probably worth about twelve hundred bucks or so. It's like a hundred dollars a person usually, so it's worth it if you just check it out. If you're gonna be anywhere around New Orleans, um, go to the website and they have like the rules and you know all the breakdown of everything. Can move on. We're good. Yeah, let's let's, let's move, on. move on. All right, so get to the meat and potatoes of the episode here. We are talking about our ranking sixteen through thirty. I'm going to kind of go through a couple of these guys. Armando, you tell me to stop or go. Uh, we just have a question that just came in from Caden. Who is the number one fantasy player overall for us? Um, well, you know, it's a little different for both of us. Um, I currently have Melvin Gordon. I know this is really out there. I currently have Melvin Gordon ranked number one. I am all in on him. Um, I can explain myself after Dale. Yeah, his. I think David Johnson. Although, you know, I was talking about this the other day with, I think you or Christian the other day. David Johnson, he's my overall number one. It wouldn't surprise me if he falls a little bit this year. We're not sure really what Carson Palmer is or can do this year. I mean, he played well yes, uh, last year. He you know had a ton of opportunity given throwing at David Johnson. You know, over I think 120 targets last year. So um, yeah, I'm 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 excited about David Johnson. He's my number one overall. Lev Bell's number two for me. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I want to explain myself with Melvin Gordon because I know there's a lot of hate there. I have Melvin Gordon ranked number one overall because um, Le'Veon Bell is awesome. He's a great running back, but there is question marks around him right now with his contract. He's not going to practice all that bullshit. Um, I the David Johnson is he's great and everything, but the offense over there is making me nervous. Carson Palmer at the helm, um, and then there's Ezekiel Elliott with his you know abuse, and I feel like I, I, there's just too many distractions over there. I know the offensive line is great. But if out of all those guys, I feel like Melvin Gordon's offense has taken the most boost. You know, they did invest in Mike Williams. They did invest in the other guy in the second round. They're both not playing the season, unfortunately. But they did make more of a focus to 
to a running back coach and everything. So I just I'm feeling like this is gonna be Melvin Gordon's year. Yeah. Um. So he had a breakout year last year, and I think it's so. You have yeah Melvin Gordon over Antonio Brown over David Johnson over Lev Bell. Yep. Who's gonna be the biggest bust and biggest sleeper for wide receivers? I've been calling for a bust year for Odell Beckham for a long time. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. You know, now is a year for Odell Beckham to bust, just with the addition of Brandon Marshall uh, to the squad. It, it's possible. I mean, there's a couple guys really out there that could that could bust. My biggest boom player, I've been talking about him a while, I think um, Ted Ginn, Ted Ginn Jr., I think he can really, um, you can get him really late in the draft, and he's on a really high-powered offense. The go-route wide receiver for Drew Brees has always done very well. Michael Thomas, you know, is obviously going to be the number one there. But I think Ted Ginn could end up with Brandon Cooks-like numbers, maybe a little less than what Brandon Cooks had last year. I'm not predicting a top 10 year for Ted Ginn, but a top 24 is not that crazy. Yeah, I'm going a little deeper than everyone, um, and I'm going with Tavon Austin, um, mainly because they've changed the coaching staff. John Fox is out of there. He's number one wide receiver. Not number one. He was drafted in the first round. He's a first-round talent, and if anyone's going to boom over there, it's going to be Tavon Austin. He hasn't really given the shot to be that guy, so hopefully they transition over there. So you can get him super late in drafts. He's going undrafted in all leagues I've been in. I just snap him as my last pick before I grab a defense, and you know if he booms, he's great. You know He has the potential to be a top-12 wide receiver. Yeah. I think this show is kind of morphing right now. We're going to talk about our top, <laughs> our top 16 through 30, but I don't mind doing this in conjunction taking some questions on uh, Periscope right now either. Um, so if you guys want to talk about wide receivers, um, I know a lot about food. So if you want to ask a question about food, I'm pretty knowledgeable in that area. Um, Victor Cruz means really nothing to me this year. Yeah, um, if I had to pick a Bears wide receiver, I'm just going to go on this tangent. I really prefer Kendall Wright. He has the potential and has been a number one wide receiver for the Titans in the past. And um, if they if he gets the opportunity to be the, the go guy, I think he can do it. Um, Mike Lennon can be something. If he is anything, it's going to be Kendall Wright. Kevin White can't stay healthy. Right. I mean, Victor Cruz hasn't been good in, what, what 10 years? <laughs> yeah, he hasn't done much. Wheaton has never been good. Right. Um, Ruben Randall has been mediocre. So, I mean, Kendall Wright, if anyone is going to show up, I feel like it's going to be Kendall Wright over there. Okay. Fair enough. Um, and we got to remember to say the questions because we're also doing a podcast. That's yeah. right. We only might cut this part out. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. It's fine. I think people on, on the podcast were thinking, okay, they're going to talk about Victor Cruz now. Um, well, Adam, uh, Adam asks he wants to hear about Denver's receiving core. We'll talk about that in a couple of minutes because sure. um, I they're think both we're gonna... in our sixteen to thirty range. Right. Right. Emmanuel Sanders is really interesting. Again, we appreciate you guys uh, retweeting and all this stuff too. Anyways, let's get right into it. Um, we already talked about Sammy Watkins is our consensus 16. We already talked about him a little bit. Armando, you have him at 15. I have him at 12. Uh, Christian is the highest at 17. Uh, I'm sorry. Christian is at 15. You're at 17. Yeah. And I have him at 12. So we kind of already talked about Sammy Watkins. I don't think we need to talk about him much longer. No, just biggest question is injuries. If he can stay healthy, yeah, he's a top 12 guy. But if yeah. he's not, All right. let's just move on. And we talked about Jarvis Landry already a little bit. Um, Jarvis Landry, I don't know if he's going to benefit from Jay Cutler here, but I don't know how much worse he's going to be um he's reliable ppr monster no matter i don't care who's back there he's going to be a ppr monster he's i don't think he's going to be cutler's number one before before the cutler news you had him ranked 11 are you bumping him down a little bit i'm bumping him down closer to 15 in my in my thoughts yeah um put him deandre hopkins over yes yeah Yeah. just the potential over there yeah okay not crazy all right uh next guy we talked about alan robinson last episode 
Um, what do you uh, what do you think about Allen Robinson? Like we talked about Allen Robinson a little earlier, and I'm not buying into the hype. I mean, we I currently have him ranked 28. Um, I know his targets and receptions were through the roof last year, but he couldn't get in the red zone. Um, and I feel like the offense is going to morph more into a running attack and more safe. And Marquise Lee started to turn it up later in the season last year. So, you know, if Allen Hearns can have a bounce back season, Marquise Lee can have, you know, close to 800 yards, just going to eat into Allen Robinson's, you know, receptions and red zone targets. Right. One of the uh, questions that we just got on Periscope was asking about Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald, and we talk, we keep saying we talked about it because we've, you know, we've been doing a podcast every day for the last two weeks. So we talked a lot about a lot of these guys, but Larry Fitzgerald is just like Frank Gore. Uh, he's going to play all 15 or 16 games. Um, he's going to be consistently targeted. He had 151 targets on 108 receptions last year. Um, that's just based off him playing every game. He had a thousand yards, uh, finished, uh, around the 17th best wide receiver with six touchdowns. I'm going to say he's going to regress from that. I'm not a big believer of Carson Palmer. I think last year was Carson Palmer's final year to really do something. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I, I, if you're drafting Larry Fitzgerald, I think he fits more in the mold of if you're going running back heavy and you need an old reliable wide receiver who's going to you know carry you for the first six weeks of the season, that's when you draft Larry Fitzgerald. That's when you target Larry Fitzgerald. You can do the same thing with Frank Gore. If you're drafting heavy wide receivers and you need just a reliable running back for the first six weeks until someone gets injured, you pick him up, someone off waiver to fill that hole, um, that's when you draft Frank Gore. But Larry Fitzgerald should only be owned depending on those formulas, in yeah. my opinion. I mean, it's crazy. Larry Fitzgerald last year... Finished around the 17th best, but I have him at 30. Armando has him at 45, and Christian has him at 29. There's so just too much so upside out there. Armando's way low, but yeah, I mean, the wide receiver is super deep. There's way more upside on guys that could boom over Larry Fitzgerald pretty easily. Um, I'm still taking Larry Fitzgerald over Willie Snead. I don't care who you are. <laughs> no, I agree with that. The upside's tremendous. All right. Wait. What did you say? I'm taking Larry Fitzgerald over. <laughs> Willie You're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, which running back is going to have the best year? Well, we talked about this. Oh, already. I'm sorry. Rookie running back. Which rookie running back is going to have the best year? I guess it depends. You know, if, obviously everyone's going to say Fortunet right now. Fournette. Fortunate. You call him Fortunet one more time. I think that's his new nickname. Let's get, a, let's get in the coloring book, guys. His name's- <laughs> uh, yeah. Obviously, he's the guy everyone's going to pick. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's uh, a Marlon Mack out there or the Williams over there. Pick, with Green pick Bay. one. You have to bet uh, $500,000 on a rookie oh. running back. Not not name Fournette. You go. You go first. Christian McCaffrey. That's good. I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt. Okay. Kareem Hunt has a really good chance in that offense. He's There's a lot of spice going on around him right now. Spice? Is I that just, new? Did you I make just, that I up? Just, on the spot. On the spot. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of beauty you uh, get when on uh, on Eat Sleep Fantasy. You, get, uh, you, get, you have a lot of spice. I'm going to steal that. That's, that's pretty good. good right? yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, All right. So. <laughs> they used to call me Marlon Mack in high school. That's stupid. Zadrian <laughs> uh, Peterson starting for the Saints? No. It's going to be. It's going to be timeshare. Yeah, heavy on Mark Ingram. Yeah. I mean, Mark Ingram was amazing at, in a PPR last year, and I feel like it's going to continue to be the same way. Um, but, man, if anything happens to Mark Ingram, I, I strongly believe if Mark Ingram is out of the picture, Adrian Peterson is going to be a, a force. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, people are having a lot of faith in him this year as well. I mean, yeah. they have two aging running backs. I mean, I guess in a dynasty league, yeah, take Alvin Kamara. Yeah, or in a keeper league, even as well. In 
yes, absolutely start Abdullah over Peterson no, every no. single week. I'm every up. single week until Ingram gets off the field. No. I'm you not. are nuts. Have you seen my rankings? It's not nuts. You, I'm uh, absolutely. Uh, Amir Abdullah has had one good run in a preseason game his entire career. Uh, last At, year he was injured all season. Exactly. So get off his... What? <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm all out on Amir Abdullah. Until, until I see him in preseason showing me something more than one run. He. What, I, did, what did Adrian Peterson show you last year? Adrian Peterson has had a Hall last of year, Fame. Last year? Last year he was injured and so okay. and and he had one of the worst offensive lines. The Saints have a much much better offensive line. Yes, but he's going to be timeshare. Abdullah is going to And they're not going to they're not going to stack the box against Adrian Peterson because Drew Brees is back there. Adrian Peterson has so much but more potential Adrian on the Saints. Adrian Peterson is in a better offense, agreed, but he's also better not better O-line. Mark Ingram. They're not going to stack the box. It's it's no question I'd rather have Adrian Peterson than Amir Abdullah until the preseason goes. Yeah. So I think we can both agree. Start Abdullah over AP. AP. We won't make an eat bet. Okay, uh, we're gonna make an eat bet. I'm gonna say preseason uh, week one. I'm taking no, no, not preseason. <laughs> I'm saying uh, up until week eight. Let's do one through eight. Okay, one through eight. Depending on injuries that happen in the preseason, take it. One through eight. Adrian Peterson. I'm taking Amir Abdullah, and you are taking Adrian Peterson. That's a neat bet. That's a neat bet. Okay. All right. So we talked about enough running backs. Um, Let's see. We have uh, Alshon, Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey, new to the Philadelphia Eagles. Talked about him, right? I mean, I think Carson Wentz is going to use him. I don't know if he's going to be. I think out of everybody in the top 24, I'm There's the biggest more question mark about Alshon Jeffrey, the biggest one yeah. out of everyone we have ranked. I have him ranked there only because of his talent. I have him ranked 22. You have him ranked 18. Brito has him at 17. Yeah. I, there's two, I wouldn't draft him as anybody as. Okay, tell me. <laughs> Out of out of these guys that I that I'm I mentioned, my rankings go. Out of all these guys that I mentioned, tell me who has the biggest chance of finishing outside the top twenty four. Go, Watkins, Landry, Robinson, Jeffrey. Who has the biggest chance of finishing yes. outside? Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. If if everyone's healthy, I'll I'll, I'll pick Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, right. I think Jarvis Landry is probably the safest guy to finish in the top twenty four. Yeah. I think Carson Wentz, I think he, uh, you know, he kind of fell off a little bit. He started the season super hot, didn't make very many interceptions. I think they let him go a little bit. I think they let the leash a little too loose, and um, and he kind of flubbed some passes and, and didn't play very well towards the end of the season. I think he, they kind of tightened him up again, and he's going to be the Carson Wentz that we saw in the beginning of the year. And uh, Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. I, I think he's a smart player. I don't think we're going to see the same interceptions that we did the second half of the season from him. Yeah. I mean, I'm just not trusting uh, Alshon Jeffrey. I right. just don't trust him. This is a topic that comes up over and over again. We're going to talk about Michael Crabtree. Not too much. I mean, we he's a better draft choice over Amari Cooper this year just because of his ADP. We both agree that Cooper is more valuable yes. than Michael Crabtree, right? Yes, we agree with that. So there's no there's no, there's but no Crabtree is currently going as a 48th wide receiver or 40 per, 48th person off the board. And Cooper's currently going 23rd. Okay. So, uh, if anything, they're going to be a wash. I'd rather have Crabtree right now. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I, I agree with you, actually. Um, but Cooper's no slouch. What's Cooper's ADP? Uh, he was... I just said it. Well, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper's ADP is uh, 23, 10th uh, wide receiver. 10th wide receiver. I wouldn't have any problem getting him as my second wide receiver. If he falls, if I get somebody like uh, Mike Evans and... And early in the first, and then late in the second, somehow Cooper falls to me. 
like around like pick 16, I'd be okay with Mike Evans and Amari Cooper. Okay, if you're listening... Don't look at me like that. No, I'm just looking at... I just didn't realize Brandon Cooks is going as 11th wide receiver off the board. Yeah. If you're doing that, you're going to lose your league, guys. <laughs> I Look at me in the eyes. You're going <laughs> to lose your league. Do not draft him as your number one wide receiver. Please, listen to me. I know what I'm talking yeah, about. I'm you, professional. I would much, I'd much rather have Amari Cooper over Brandon Cooks as my number one. Doug Baldwin. That's Demary's time. I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, they're I mean, they're ADPs, and it's gonna fall and rise. And that's ridiculous, guys. Please trust me. Trust him. <laughs> Never trust a guy that says trust me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the old catch line. All right, moving on. Um, I think Emmanuel Sanders. We have him ranked twenty-one right now, and I feel like he's gonna fall under the same realm as Larry Fitzgerald with a little more upside. Uh, what do you mean by that? Um, well, he's a safe pick. Yeah. He's a PPR monster. Yeah. Um and he's yeah, he's safe. There's not a lot of boom to him, but he's but he's younger as well, so you're not going to have just six good weeks out of him. You're going to have a more consistent flow out of him. Right. Right. Emmanuel Sanders last year, he played 15 games, had just over 1000 yards with five touchdowns. Uh that's not bad at all. Yeah. And also what I mean by that as well is like if you're drafting heavy on running backs and you're looking for someone that's reliable, you're going to get, you know, 6 to 10 points every week. He's your guy should take him give me uh the adps let's check out demarius thomas versus emmanuel sanders is this a is this a a problem like crabtree cooper yes it's identical uh thomas is currently the 14th wide receiver off the board 31 overall and sanders is currently 65 overall 27th wide receiver off the board so overall how many picks difference i'm sorry uh, about almost 30 okay so 30 picks say 28 i mean last year their numbers are pretty close uh thomas had 144 targets emmanuel sanders had 137 that's pretty close. Uh, Demarius Thomas did have a better catch rate, caught 90 passes for just over 1,000 yards, but Emmanuel Sanders had just over 1,000 yards as well, uh, and they both had five touchdowns apiece. So their numbers aren't that much different. It's very similar to Crabtree Cooper. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm on board with that. I just I like Sanders right now in this draft position versus Demarius Thomas. Yeah, I do too. I mean, that, that much later. I think Thomas is a better talent, and that's why he's ranked higher. Yeah, I mean, just like Cooper. Yeah. Just like Cooper. But we're looking at value. You don't, yeah, I agree with that. All right. Uh, moving on, we're going to talk about Devontae Adams. I think out of the guys we've talked about so far, I think Devontae Adams is the most undervalued guy. Uh, probably, you know, be just because Jordy Nelson is there, and I, I have Jordy Nelson as my number three running back. All right, thanks, Mello. Uh, I'm sorry, Mello just said peace out on Twitter, and he's a good follower of ours. We appreciate him. Anyways, um, yeah, Devontae Adams, he had... His very nice share of targets last year, 121 targets compared to Jordy Nelson's 152. So they're both going to get theirs. I mean, are and, we, are we looking Rogers. at the same thing again? Like, are we looking at a Fitzgerald <laughs> or what is it? Crabtree, yeah, Mari right. Cooper, Sanders Jordy Thomas. Nelson. Yeah. yeah. Are, we, are we there again? I mean, uh, I don't think they're that close. I think Adams and Nelson are a little bit further apart. Um, just their target share. They're Right. I mean, last year, Devontae Adams touchdown total was astronomical 12 touchdowns total last year Devontae adams is not going to get 12 touchdowns okay, again at some point this is we had this argument yesterday at some point jory nelson has to start going down okay but it's not this year martellus ben just arrived it's not he's gonna year. take some he's gonna take some targets away from in the red zone you have to okay so he's gonna take targets away from Devontae okay, adams too. okay how many so touchdowns every- how many touchdowns did jory nelson have last year what 14 14 yeah so let's say martellus ben gets four more gets four touchdowns so now he's down to 10 Okay, and then now, oh, the, no, no, hold on. You, why don't you take four off of Devontae Adams? We can go halvesies on it. Okay, How, so so twelve and ten. <laughs> okay, 
So uh, then there's uh, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb was a uh, terrible last year. Let's right. say he gets two more touchdowns than he did last year. Okay, so everybody, everybody on the Packers offense is getting eight touchdowns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're just going to somewhere. All I'm saying is Devontae Adams is a good, great value right now, and he has the potential to be a top ten like he was last year. Sure. Okay. Um, our Periscope video is supposed to be really long. No, I think we're our numbers have gone down, down, and down, and down. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much. Our... Do you want to? You want to cancel? Like, no, why not? Just leave just, it there. and just go again. And they'll, maybe they'll tune back in. No, that's they'll, cheating. They'll, they'll get an alert. They'll get okay. an alert. No, no, that's cheating. That's cheating. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's cheating. We're not gonna cheat. We're not cheaters here at Easley Fantasy. Yes, we are. I've cheated my way through high school. Yeah, I did too. Did you cheat your way through high school? <laughs> I had I cheated on the FCAT. How did you cheat on the FCAT? I sat next to a kid who had the same number as me. I had D. He had D. Really? No, no, I didn't do that. Did you? <laughs> did you really no i tried to i didn't cheat i was really uh i cheated my ass off in math class yeah in math uh they used to, people used to turn in papers and i used to take them and white out the grade and then hand it back into the teacher with my name on it yeah. and that's the only reason i passed geometry I, I just went to class a little early and copied off the guy behind me every time yeah um so if you cheated on in high school uh retweet me <laughs> if you cheated in high school uh hashtag esf cheats that's good Oh, <laughs> uh, right. who else do we have? Uh, next, next up is Julian Edelman. I don't have much. I don't have a strong opinion. I have him thirty-five. You have him ranked twenty-one. Brito has ranked twenty-one. That is a pretty strong opinion. <laughs> you have him pretty low. I don't think there's a lot of upside over there. There's too many guys: Chris Hogan, Brandon Cooks, uh, Gronk, Dwayne Allen, Deion Lewis, James White. It's just like uh, you know, there's what? A, there is a lot of mouths to feed there. Um, I mean, but he finished the twentieth best wide receiver last year. Uh, almost not, almost 100 receptions for 1,100 yards, only three touchdowns, but um, he's dangerous. You should pick a viewer for the Listener League from the viewers. Uh, no, Adam, we make the rules, not you. Because you're the only viewer right now, Austin. <laughs> yeah, he is. This <laughs> is one person. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just so many mouths to feed. I think having Edelman about where he is is just fine. Around 23, a uh, really low-end wide receiver, two high-end, I don't, I don't high-end think bench that. wide receiver, a flex. He's ah. he's going, let me throw these names out. He's going between Golden Tate and Martavis Bryant. I'd rather have both those guys over Julian Edelman. Sanders is going behind him. I'd rather have Emmanuel Sanders. I think it's crazy. Okay, it stops at Emmanuel Sanders because after that is like Stephon Diggs and Kelvin Benjamin. I would have Brandon Marshall. Uh, yeah, I'd probably have Marshall over Moncrief. Too. I'd rather have Moncrief. I'd rather have Jamison Crowder. Okay. Yeah, you just, I mean, you, you're making Sn- a good point. I mean, there's, <laughs> okay, no, okay. I would stop at Jamison Crowder. I would take Jamison Crowder, Brandon Marshall. Uh, who else? Dante Moncrief. Dante Moncrief. Uh, maybe. Definitely. Not definitely. Definitely. That, he's that he's a, a red zone target without Dwayne Allen. He's going to be a beast. If okay. he's healthy. That's his biggest question mark is his health. Fair enough. All right. Who else? Who, who do we have next? We have Jamison Crowder. Uh, Armando loves him. What's, what's Jamison Crowder's rank here? Uh, let's see. I have him at 26. Armando has him at 16. And Christian has him on the other side of me at 36. Yeah, his current ADP is uh, 33 and the 83rd wide receiver off the board. Is that right? The other way yeah, around. Yes. The 33rd wide receiver off the board, 30, uh, 83rd player off. Right. right. Um, yeah. If So I use this formula, guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to make any jokes. All right. <laughs> you can cut that <laughs> I can't cut it out I'm Periscope Don't worry Three people only watch it um, Yeah So Jamison Crowder Is the only Wide receiver Still there from What'd you call him? Mr. Crowder No What is his first name? Jamison Okay go What do you think I said? I uh, just go ahead Doesn't matter 
Go ahead. Okay. We're good. We're good. Look, Jameson Crowder, what? He had a great year last year. He's going to build off of that. Terrell Pryor is coming into his first year with Kevin uh, Kevin Cousins. What's his name? Kevin Kirk, White. Kevin Ke- Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, what a second. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Just, what do you think about Jameson Crowder? Uh, Kirk Cousins is dangerous. Jordan Reed, if he stays healthy, is the receiver on that team. I know he's a tight end, but he's a receiver on that team to own. Jameson Crowder, I think he'll be okay, especially with the departure of Terrell Pryor. My, my, I, I just don't see him as a top 24 wide receiver. I think that's a little nuts. Yeah. Well, you know. How many top 24 receivers do you think Kirk Cousins can handle? Just one. And I'm picking and Jameson Crowder. Over Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed is not healthy. He's saying he's going to play preseason game one. He's going to play game one of the season. Fucking bullshit. It's not happening, guys. You don't know that. If he does, okay, great. You got three games at him. As soon as he goes down, Jameson Crowder is a top 24 wide receiver, if not higher. Maybe. Okay. It's not crazy. And It's bold. It's bold, not crazy. Who would you rather have on the Redskins? You want the guy who's been there, who's been healthy. I don't want any guy on the Redskins except Jordan Reed. Kirk Cousins is a beast. He's going to throw the ball. They don't have Kirk beast. Cousins is a beast. Now he's a beast. They have they, they don't have consistent running backs over yes, there. Yes, I agree. Rob Kelly, Smudger Brian. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to try to pronounce that, are you? <laughs> Chris okay. Thompson, friend of the podcast. Yeah, best friend of the podcast. Only friend of the podcast. <laughs> hey, only friend is the same thing as best friend. Only professional football player, friend of the podcast. Yeah. He's a cool guy. All right, let's move off. Yeah. Uh, he and according to our rankings, we should not be talking about Jameson Crowder. I bumped him up really high compared to these guys. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'll just skip around here. Uh, Golden Tate. Uh, I have him at twenty nine. Armando has him at thirty. Christian is a little bit higher than twenty six, and his consistency ranking for us is twenty six for Golden Tate. I think that's a little low. I think I need to move him up. Yeah, I, I like him. I like him a lot. Uh, and, you know, last year it was the Marvin Jones, you know, the the Marvin Jones hype, the uh, maybe kind of uh, mid-round sleeper was he, Marvin, Marvin Jones. Jones was like really, 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 really good. And then, poof, yeah, nothing. Completely useless. Well, as soon as Golden Tate took off, it you know, Matthew Stafford said, oh, okay. All right, well, this guy is really good. I forgot that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm expecting the season to start off uh, with Golden Tate being a true number one wide receiver in a fairly pass-heavy offense. We'll see what happens with Amir Abdullah. Garbage. <laughs> no, he's not. Theo Riddick might take off. Theo Riddick was really good last year. Because his the guy who he's backing up got hurt. <laughs> okay, well, if you're going to own a running back, just take Theo Riddick because Amir Abdullah is garbage. That should be a drop. Garbage. That's not a drop. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so uh, let's see. Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin. Ben- Kelvin. Benjamin. Kelvin. I always say Calvin. Calvin's so much easier to say. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin came into camp super heavy. They're saying that he lost weight. I haven't seen any pictures to prove it. I have met 20. I'm the highest. By uh, far. Yeah, yeah. You have met 33. He's in our consensus number 27. I like Kelvin Benjamin just for the fact of his targets, his the, the departure of Ted Ginn Jr. Um, I think Christian McCaffrey and Jonathan Stewart could open it up a little bit for him, especially Christian McCaffrey in the inside. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Um, I know that, you know, they did focus heavily on the on the offense this year, and if someone's going to get a bump, it should be Kellen Benjamin, but they did focus on the offense, and that's because they don't trust Kellen Benjamin. So there's a lot of different views you could take on that. Right now I'm taking the view that they don't like Kellen Benjamin. They're trying to build an offense around other players and not him. Yeah, no, I think they see what they have, and they're going to build around him and Cam Newton. He had 117 targets, which isn't great two years ago when Cam exploded. Um, he was much better, but he still ended up with seven touchdowns as a top 20 wide receiver last year. 
there is absolutely no reason he can't be a top 20 receiver this year. I just, I don't see any way, any reason that he would have a further decline that he did last year with only 63 receptions. Yeah, he did just come off a hamstring injury last year. So, yeah, there is that potential. I might be a little low. I mean, I have, who do I have ranked ahead of him? Uh, Golden Tate. I, I'd still rather have Golden Tate. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. I, w- I think I would rather have the upside of Tyreek Hill versus the upside of Kelvin Benjamin. I don't. I got pick Kelvin Benjamin over Tyreek Hill. Is that an, is that another e pet? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> One at a time, man. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, next guy, we talked about Kelvin Benjamin. A little bit, Terrell Pryor. I think this is around where he should go realistically, don't you think? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? joke because yesterday he was ranked 11 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. okay yeah uh 28 overall in our consensus for Terrell Pryor uh new Washington Redskin wide receiver um that's as far as we go with that yeah I know <laughs> you're taking you're taking uh Crowder over Pryor yes um right now at least for the first few weeks I'm definitely taking Crowder I, I think he's gonna get the targets he's you're been... drafting Crowder over Terrell Pryor for sure hands down but Kirk Cousins is a beast He's a beast. That's why I'm taking Crowder over and Terrell Pryor. I, I know he's having a great preseason, and as soon as I see him, as soon as I see it happen in the preseason game, I'm going to take him. Maybe I'll jump yeah. up. Hey, uh, at the FF Realist one one. We're here all night. Um, wait, FS. That's is that. That's not Mike. Why is he one one? Is there two of them? Oh, maybe there's two. I think Mike has an impersonator. Um. Anyways, anybody, if anybody has a question for us on Periscope, we appreciate you watching. Um, and if you aren't watching us on Periscope and listening to the podcast, again, we appreciate it. Um, it's, oh, they don't. This is a little photo. Yeah, no, but it says the FF Realist 1 1. Maybe because he has 11 children. Oh, yeah, he could. <laughs> All right. Mike, do you have a question for us or are you going to keep bothering us on Periscope? We're going to have to trim this down because of you, Mike. Thanks. Yeah, Mike just ruined the podcast without even being here. We're talking about Mike is uh, writer Mike. He's been on a couple of our podcasts. He is on Periscope. Um, no, we have not talked about Brandon Marshall yet. I will right now, though. Brandon Marshall comes in number 29 in our consensus rankings. I have him at 23. Armando has him crazy 39. <laughs> that, we're going bold. No, we're going bold, crazy, stupid. Is that what you're calling me? No, no, no. That's I'm, what the, na- the name of this game is. Bold, crazy, stupid. My bold? my ranking of 23, Brandon Marshall, is bold. Your ranking of number 39 for Brandon Marshall is borderline stupid. Um, that my reason. You know what? Oh, oh he's talking shit. He's Mike talking just shit. Talk, Mike just oh, said I'm on a fuck. <laughs> kick your ass, Mike. <laughs> um, um, yes. I think there's too much upside with everyone else we've talked about so far, and I just don't believe in Brandon Marshall. I don't. I mean, I don't believe in Eli Manning more than anything. I don't think he could support two top twenty-four. He can. he can. When was the last time he did that? He's never had. Uh, when was the last? He's never had it. You're right. He's never been able to do it. He's had. He's never been one able to support with two thousand yard receivers. He has. When? We've talked about this before. Yeah, Keen Nix okay. and uh, somebody else. My projected stat line for Marshall is. 20 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> you stop it. Brandon Marshall last year. I'll just give you some. Um, I'll, let me give you just a little bit of backstory here. Okay. Brandon Marshall last year. Let me see his exact stat line. He finished around the 51st wide receiver last year with 129 targets, 60 receptions, just under 800 yards and three touchdowns with really without even having a quarterback. The year before that, he led the league in touchdowns. 
He was amazing. He two, was amazing. Two years ago. He, how old is he? I don't know. 39? <laughs> Shut up. He's not that old. Ray Marshall's 33 years old right now. He's in, he's in a decline, Dale. He's in a steady decline. You have to believe that. Um, no, he's not. He had 130. He had 173 targets two years ago. Dale, I've been telling you for years. 14 do not years. bank on old players. That's what you keep doing, and that's why you keep losing. You keep thinking old players are going to continue to be good. Yeah. I'm going to say Brayden Marshall has this year, and you can quote me on this. You can write it down on the paper. Brayden Marshall is going to have 90 receptions for 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns. I'm going to say... That's crazy. Crazy bold, too, but that's, that's a little crazy. It's more than bold, I think. But I just I believe in him. He's a really good talent. He's a big guy. I think Odell Beckham, we talked about this a little bit. He declines just a little bit. I think Brandon Marshall is going to pick up the pick up the pace. This is what I see happening. And they don't have a run game, really. They're going to pass. You don't know what Paul Perkins is. He was pretty good last year. Paul, who's Who the hell is Paul Perkins? He's their starting running back. And if you're not drafting him, you're stupid. Who, who's Paul Perkins? I don't know who Paul Perkins is. What's his name, Joe? All right, so my <laughs> no, projection for him, I think he's going to be pretty similar to last year. I think he's going to have maybe 800 yards and maybe six touchdowns. That that's that's more realistic. Yeah, okay, that's safe. That's that's what you should project, and that's, that's not a lot. Of, that's not a lot You're of upside. You're playing it safe. I know. I'm playing it smart. I don't want an old player with low upside. He has high upside. He doesn't have upside. Look what Eli Manning His did. His quarterback for... is Eli Manning. Look what Eli Manning did to Odell Beckham last year. Eli Manning can produce. All right, the next guy we're going to talk about is a guy I would rather have than Brandon Marshall in Dante Moncrief. Tell me why. what your thoughts are on him. You have him ranked 28. I have him ranked 37. I'm a little higher. You're oh. way higher on Dante <laughs> Moncrief than I am. Why is that? Um, I, I initially had Andrew Luck as my third favorite wide receiver this year. That's crazy. So it just Almost really... stupid. <laughs> This Go ahead. <laughs> um, no, I, I really believe in Luck this year. I think Luck has a really, really good season. Easy top five season for Luck if he stays, if he becomes healthy by the beginning of the season. If not, I'm definitely going to be bumping him down. I haven't overreacted to the Luck news yet, but um, when preseason week three comes along, I'll be. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I have him ranked a little lower than I should. I actually really am buying into Moncrief a little bit. I feel like he's going to absorb a little more touchdowns from Dwayne Allen's departure, and I think he's going to absorb a lot of T.Y. Hilton's receptions. And uh, T.Y. Hilton was amazing last year, um, and I just don't see that happening, him replicating what he did last year at all. And I feel like Dante Moncrief will probably eat some of it back up. I hope it's not Phil Dorsett. I, it won't be. <laughs> okay, good. What about Kamar Aiken? No, I hate Kamar Aiken. Okay, so we're banking on Dante Moncrief. Dante Moncrief is a strong number two wide receiver. Yes. Now, who's going to be the number three? Is it going to be... Um, Aiken or Dorsett, I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if Dorsett takes that third third uh, role, third wide receiver role from from Aiken. Yeah, I, I that's what they're projecting to happen. Yeah. That's what I've seen happen. Yeah, I mean, Luck has the weapons. I mean, these guys aren't slouches, and along with Jack Doyle too. So Jack Doyle, <laughs> what do you guys? What's his What's his Twitter handle? At at Jack Doyle twelve eighty four or something. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Follow him. He's, um, he's really amazing. We haven't made one penis joke. Do you have a penis joke to make? Knock knock. Who's there? Penis. Penis who? I we got nothing. I, I got nothing. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> this might be a penisless. <laughs> penisless. <laughs> uh, it might be a penisless. Oh, uh, penis ep- episode. I got it. Okay. 
cool. Um, okay, before we get off Periscope, we are going to take a couple more questions. If you guys have any, um, like I said, food is my specialty, fantasy football, Armando camps. So if you have any camping questions, uh, we're going to do Camping Corner with Crespo. That's good. I just thought of that. That's good. That's, That's good. on top of my head. No. And uh, maybe spice things up a little bit. Bring your bear spray every time you go camping, guys. That's all. Did you bring, do you bring bear spray? Everywhere I go. Have you ever used it? No. 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 You don't want to use it. It's like a gun, right? Like bring it just in case, but yeah. you hope you don't have to use yeah. it. Yeah. It's like a... Yeah, it's scary. It's not as powerful. Some people don't know this. It's not as powerful as pepper spray. It just... It shoots so why more, not just bring pepper spray? Well, because it, that will agitate the bear way more. He'll attack you. Oh, which you, small. Right. So you, you get the bear spray and it just like shotguns it. So you don't miss. Oh, that's And smart. pepper spray is more direct. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I got so, you. So it's like you're bringing a shotgun. Yeah, you just want to agitate the bear and get him away from you. That's all I got, guys. Do you camp with a gun? No. My partner does not let me walk around with a gun. I will. Why do you say partner? It makes you sound like you have a partner. <laughs> it, it will because we're not, we're not married. Um, and it's beyond just Why don't you just say girlfriend? Because it's beyond just a girlfriend, so it's like partner. Are you in love? 15 years now, guys. 15 years. (laughs) (laughs) You're in love. All right. Um, Thanks for tuning in, guys. That's Eat Sleep Fantasy. You can follow us at Eat Sleep FF and follow me at Thunder Crespo. And and if you really want to get on a good side, follow us on YouTube. Subscribe, please. Yes. Uh, Armando spends a lot of time on that, so he pushes that more than anything. And if you want to get in the Listener League, if you're watching this and you want to get in the Listener League or you're listening and want to get in the Listener League, uh, all you have to do is review us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and screenshot it and send it to eatsleepfantasy at gmail.com. And uh, we could pick you. We have a long list of people, but there are some really good entries. Uh, We're not going to put somebody in the league today just because, I'll be honest, we're lazy and we didn't look at the entries today. So, um, But we will definitely be doing that soon. And again, Draft Party USA for the big New Orleans Draft Party giveaway. Make sure you give them a call. Even if you're you know, not in New Orleans and you want to just, you know, if it's a couple hour drive for you or something, it's worth it for a free draft party. And uh, I think that's about it for Armando Crespo. I'm Dale. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching on Periscope. And we will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in. Eat sleep fantasy. Eat sleep fantasy.